It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio, simply glorious. In spreading the gospel to the world, we have designed a streaming radio broadcast for every believer. This word, worship, and witness-filled broadcast streams live every week. Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast and take UGR wherever you go. Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast.
to us that are also very pivotal in our lives that are our heroes. So we thank and praise God this evening for another opportunity to worship the Lord um, as our hero. Amen. And um, it's truly a delight to be with you on live tonight. And I just believe that the Lord has a word for you. And we're going to do a little study in redemption. I want to I want to go to um, redemption. I think redemption is important for us to grasp. And so I want to go over some redemptive basics, okay? You can title it redemptive basics and just flow with me as we go systematically through these things. Amen. Amen. And let me um, also, under um, the unction of the Holy Spirit, uh, caution you as believers to truly take on this ministry that we have in fellowship with the Holy Spirit and knowing who we are, what we have, and what we can do. And we're going to talk about what we have, what we have, okay? Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made me rejoice and are glad. We do thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit as educator and guide to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And Father, in everything that shall be accomplished and everything that shall be revealed, you be glorified. For it is in the name of the Lord Jesus that we do praise you. And give you glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let me write one thing down and I'll be ready to teach the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Redemption. It's a study that we almost learn. It is it is it is truly an insight on what we must all know. Let's start in Ephesians, and um, I'm going to be a little systematic, but I'm going to be a little more expanded as if I was teaching a collegiate course on the redemptive rights, okay? And, um, of course, you know, I've always taught on what we have and what we can do, Um, but I think it's important that 
In addition, we're able to identify exactly what redemption affords us as believers. You know, um, I have done several studies on redemption, but I found that this particular teaching never can be exhausted. I mean, just absolutely never can be exhausted. There's never enough information on which you can can rid yourself of this. Amen. And so, um, as we go through this today, I believe I just I just so dare believe God is going to visit us in such a special, special, special way. Let's go with uh, Ephesians. And let's start in the first chapter. We'll roll from there. Um, I like started in the what I call the Magna Carta of the Bible because it shows us in the very first verses of the first chapter who we are, what we have, and what we can do. And I'm going to explain that. Ephesians, if you ever want to find out the, the strength and the force of redemption, always go in Ephesians. Amen? i never forget there uh, was a study. I'm done years ago when I was a young believer, and um, the pastor took almost five years teaching on each chapter in Ephesians, and I thought it was a great study. But, you know, those long, in-depth studies have prepared us for some of the things that we're seeing and able to articulate with people today when we minister the gospel. So thank God for great teachers. Um, and, and I challenge you as believers that you need to get some teaching. You need to get some in-depth teaching, line upon line, and perceptional, um, perceptional teaching that will empower you to um, to know what you believe and why you believe what you believe. And that's what the redemptive study is all about. Verse 3 of chapter 1 in Ephesians says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us according to the adoption by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasures of his will, to the praise and glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted and the beloved, in whom we also have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mysteries of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in all, one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in, on earth, even in him, in whom we have obtained the inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be a praise of his glory, who is first trusted in Christ. And so redemption is the is the breaking down of this revelation. And of course, reading through it quickly doesn't do you any justice. It does define though in verse seven verse 7, in whom we have redemption, that we actually have it. And that this is a message in verse 4, verse 4, according as he hath chosen us in him. So this is a message in us. So let's talk about re redemption. Redemption, it was the revelation of God's original idea. 
his sense of freedom as a source of the restoration um, that he's positioned for humanity to operate through his divine righteousness. So redemption gives a foundation of God's perception on God's design. So when we talk about redemption, we are awakening our beliefs and confidence in the knowledge of what God has given us through Christ Jesus. It is what we have. And God's original idea, grass, one of the things that, that is so primary and elementary to us accepting the reality of our redemption is knowing that God, first of all, is God. And God is our God. And if we accept him as our personal Lord and Savior through Jesus Christ, we have access to God by faith in Christ. And so faith is what pleases God. And anyone, anything that is not done in faith is sin. So faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As we study the word of God, we become alive to God's original ideas. So the Bible contains the ideals and the ideas of God. And as we study the word of God, we become um, accustomed to what he is all about, his original ideas. So we find out not only that God is God and God is our God and God is our Savior through Jesus Christ, we also find out that God has a plan for us. And this is what Jeremiah said, I know the plans that I have for you. You know, Jeremiah said it was given for that, plans to prosper you and also give you a future. So it is the sense of his freedom as a source of restoration. He restores us. He makes us known. But the reason why he restores us is not because he has a plan, but God's plan was perverted by sin. Sin had entered into the world, and man was separated from God, and spiritual death was achieved. So we must be born again, meaning we must be brought back to the reality of the spirit of God, the essence, the power of God as the source of our restoration, which he, which, he, which he enables us to receive by the Spirit so that we can obtain his righteousness. So redemption gives a foundation of God's divine perspective on God's design. And that's something that I cannot understand. And that in itself is a blessing. And that's why the writer could say, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in in heavenly places in Christ. And Christ is not Jesus' last name, but it's indicative of the Holy Spirit, his power that works on the inside of us. Now, when we are redeemed, redemption awakens our first, our belief. Why? Because we know that God is God, and God is our God, and God has a plan. His plan was perverted through sin, but it was preserved through the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what it says, in whom we have redemption. That means he bought it back. He did what it took to make certain that we would receive the right glory to God to eternal life. And I'm sharing this with you because every once in a while you need to be refreshed on what you have so that you can do what you need to do and you can accept what God has enabled you to be. Glory to God. So our redemption will awaken belief, and that belief will awaken co confidence, but it will only take place in the knowledge of God 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. So so it says, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be what? Holy, separated to God without blame. That's righteousness before him in love. That's God's love allotting righteousness to us, having predestinated us as the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to him according to the good pleasures of his will. And we know that the will of God is the word of God. Hallelujah. So that way we can offer praise and we can emit that 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 riches of that afforded grace, that power that has been released for us to develop certain things. And we know there are five things that we receive when we understand our redemption. We understand that we receive divine dependence upon God because God is our source. We also believe that we receive divine identity because to live is Christ. And to die is gain. And the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. For it is not I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me to live. I've died to the cares of this world. I've died to the ways of this world. I've accepted him as Lord, as owner, ruler, controller, sustainer. And if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. So in our dependence upon God, we receive identity from God. And as Jesus is, so are we in this world. And through that, we have power. We have power over sin. We have power over the world. We have power over the devil. Glory to God. And we have that power through the authority. We've been authorized by God, empowered by God. That's what it is. That's number three, divine authority. We have divine dependence, divine identity, and our divine authority. We've been given authority. Behold, I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. And nothing, the scripture says, by any means shall hurt you. Why? Because you're in charge. The changes and the transformations that we seek to attain in life come as a result of us knowing what we have. Glory to God. And so in that, we also have divine competence. We let this mind be in us, which is also in Christ Jesus. We thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But we dive that down by making ourselves of no reputation, taking on service and humbling ourselves as men. Therefore, God highly exhausts us because he gives us the ability to think like he thinks. Hebrew writer said that he will write the laws on our hearts and our minds so that we will not just be robotically serving him, but we will internally be aware of the passions of his heart, and we will perceive like he thinks. That's why Paul can say, look, although these things go on to try to distort us, to, to continue in the flesh, because we are in the spirit, glory to God, hallelujah, because we are in the power of God that transforms us from the inside out, because we have this unction from the Holy One, we can uh, we can perceive and act on God's promises and God's provisions because He's able. Hallelujah! I just feel my help when I talk about the competence of God. It is the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is sent to reveal things to us, to give us a competence. 
so that we can internally perceive and see what's really going on and know our capabilities and take courage and, and, and take on our authority, identity, and dependence upon God and see God work in our life. That is redemption revealed in us and through us and to us and for us. And then, of course, in all of that, in that revelation of God's plan being revealed in us and awakened through our belief and confidence in the knowledge of God, through our identity, dependence, authority, and competence, we develop character, divine character. That's number five, divine character. Divine dependence, divine identity, divine authority, divine competence, and divine character. I say that because the church needs character. The people of God need character, and the only way character is going to be revealed in us is by us awakening to the reality of our redemption. What do we have? Do you know what you have? As the body of Christ, do you know what you have? See, it was God's intention for mankind to experience his life through his love. And that's what the scripture talks about, in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, where he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mysteries of his will. Why? Because we have things working in us. We have this identity and authority and dependence and competence through his character on the inside of us pleasures which he has purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather all things in Christ, both that which is in heaven and that which is in the earth, even in him, in him, in him, you are in Christ Jesus, in whom we have obtained this inheritance, this great wealth, this substance, there was a price paid for our Attaining the inheritance of our identity, dependence, and authority, and competence, and character that's called Christ. So it was God's intention for mankind to experience his life through his love. And that's what the scripture goes on to say. It says, he did this. So in verse 4, it says, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. For God is love. God so loved the world that he gave, this is the price, he sacrificially gave his begotten son, the firstborn among many brethren, sacrificially gave the, the, the offering once and for all. That whoever believes would not perish but have this life, this life, and this love so that, that, that God can alter us back to the plans that he originally had from the beginning. You know, there are things that will often rob you from experiencing your redemption. And this is what the scripture goes on to say. Uh, we have been trusted after that ye have heard the word of truth of the gospel of your salvation in whom ye also believe when ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise of the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession 
to the praise of glory. Wherefore, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, cease not to make mention of you in my prayers, that the, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of him, that the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened, that you might know the hope of the riches of his calling to us for who believe. So we pray because we know that there are things that redemption will alter, that will change, and 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 will reveal, because we have access to God's plans. God is a God, and He is our God, and God has a plan. And God's plans were perverted, but they were preserved through the sacrificial act of the Lord Jesus Christ. And once we know that has taken place, God is God purchased sacrificially, purchased legally, purchased our our rights to to um, to experience life and love with true meaning. Amen. And and can you believe I'm really just giving a foundational um aspect on redemption? That redemption is not something that uh is elusive or hard to comprehend, but it's very, very, very clear that you you find out God is God and He has a plan. And that's why we trust him. That's why we depend on the Holy Spirit. We have dependence on God because we know he has a plan. We don't follow some some osmosis in the sky that doesn't make sense. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have an unction from the Holy One that we know all things because we can comprehend what he has authorized us to do by his character and revealed in the Lord Jesus Christ. So what happens is often the first thing that challenges us in life as believers is that our religion changes. Our religion, our allegiance to absorbing faith and coming in contact with the things of the world changes because we are one with God. And when we're awakened to who we really are and what we have, uh, the way we go about operating, you know, it's like the parable of the prodigal son. He had a he had a way of life that he wanted to explore and experience, and and it caused him to eat with pigs and hogs, slop. But when he came to himself, he went back to approach his father because he found out who he was and what he really had. Little did he know that what he had was much greater than what he was experiencing, but he had to return to his father to be received, to receive what God really had for him. And God had given him everything, even though he thought he had gained stuff by asking for his portion. His portion would not even compare to what he would get in return of of of, of being with the Lord. So religion changes because your practices of how you get what you think you deserve goes back into the authority and the wisdom of God. Then your conduct changes, your rules of conduct changes. That's number two. Your rules of conduct changes because you want to please God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. Anyone that comes to God must believe that he is. So that means as a result reflecting on his character, you you examine how and who he is, and it changes what you do. 
you'll be amazed at how many people have not had that type of encounter with God where they find out exactly what they have and what they can do. And then their rules of conduct are not secure because they're just playing church instead of being the church. Then there are restrictions that come as a result that are changed. Your restrictions are different. Everything is lawful, but not everything is beneficial or expedient, the scripture says. And so what awakens in you is another era of rights, rights, amen. And rights are privileges that are awakened through your alterations in in your redemption through Christ Jesus. And then ultimately, you know what really happens, you get a blessed assurance because you have resolves. Resolves. So when, when things are altered because redemption has affected you, and that's what it says. He says, in whom we have been trusted after we've heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, that after you have believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. That promise, it, it, it overtook you to which you have an earnest inheritance until the redemption is purchased possession, and that has been ha- that's already been achieved unto praise and glory. So these are the these are that awakening to the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you might know the hope of his calling to us within the riches glory of the inheritance in the saints. And that what is according what is exceeding of his greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought or which he developed in Christ when he raised Christ from the dead. See, far above all principalities, power and might and dominion, and even every name which is named, even that in the world, but also that which is to come, he has given all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, the body which filleth all in all. And so you have he quickened. You have he made alive. Glory to God. I'm almost out of time, but I want you to understand that that there's alterations because you've been quickened. You who were dead in your trespasses and sins, where in times past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the princes of the power of the air, the spirit which now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom you also had had your conversations in times past, the lust of the flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath even as others. But God who was rich in mercy, for his great grace love, wherein he hath loved us, even when you were dead in your sins, have quickened you together with Christ. So we understand that we've been altered in our religion, our rules of conduct, our restrictions, our rights, because we have resolves. Amen? Amen. Uh, uh, Redemption awakens a perspective that we must was observing the spirit, and that perspectives require a focus on what we carry within, learning that that spiritual learning takes place outside of the natural, and that supernatural means that the senses are void of understanding, but the, the, the internal, the core, our core is aware to the things of God and what it requires to to obtain the will of God. Amen? Amen. I I have a lot more to give you, but I guess we'll finish this on the on the next time. We're just doing a little study and a review on redemption, and of course I'm going to come out with another teaching that's going to be even a little more practical than this one. This is almost a collegiate level, a little bit, I think, probably you know, a freshman.
in college a little bit, just giving some commentary. But we're gonna we're gonna go back to elementary school um, and break it down a little more so that you know exactly what you have. Um, but this is what their teaching does. Amen. Amen. It was a good study today, and I think we have some more to come. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word because we know your word and the potential of your word causes uh, an awakening to take place, a belief to spark our uh, investigations and knowledge so that we can have confidence and clarity and competence through your Holy Spirit that awakens that character within us. And we have this because of you making it possible for us, legally, purchasing what it takes. So, Father, we accept it. We accept your plan of redemption as a way of our salvation. And we rely on the Holy Spirit to show us even the more how we can serve you more intimately and more perfectly and more faithfully in Jesus' name. I trust that whatever you set your hands to do, you'll do because greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. Thank you for listening to the broadcast tonight. God bless you. Keep listening. We're going to have some special summer series coming up. It's going to be awesome. Uh, We've had a wonderful June. We're going to continue to grow in the things of the Lord. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. You'll be blessed now. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.